who cares about what people think because they only think about it about you or whatever they're thinking about for like 10 seconds and then they think about their own lives and what they're worrying about. Gabby, welcome to POVs all the way from Pennsylvania. We're so happy to have you. Thanks for having me. How are you doing? I'm doing really good. Good. This is the first like in-person slash like live interview I've done since 2019. Everything else has been just Zoom. So this is honestly a pleasure to be here and like get the whole ordeal. It feels like back then and hopefully stays this way. Hopefully the new normal. It's so great to see yeah. you face to face and not behind a computer I know. screen. I know. And here on POVs, we always talk about what really matters. Mm -hmm. So we start off every interview with somewhat of a controversial question and then we'll dive in. You ready? Great. So my question for you, Gabby, is do you think it's possible to ever truly not care what other people think? I feel like if you get to a good place mentally, you can get better at like working on not giving a fuck about what other people have to say about you. But I feel like in this industry, especially, it's really, really hard not to because the whole career is kind of built off of public opinion. Yeah. So you just worry a lot about being liked and how you're being perceived. But at the end of the day, that's not what matters at all. Totally. I mean, you have been doing this for so long. You have built such a big public platform and I'm sure it can feel overwhelming at times. Oh my gosh. I've been in this industry for 10 years and I think my brain is rewired a little differently than my other friends who work different types of careers because the whole career is based off of those things. Absolutely. So during my primal years of just like the development of my mind, I was just so hyper-focused on other people's opinions. For sure. Yeah. And what was that like? I'd love to know where <laughs> that point of view comes from when you know, you really started to first understand that people cared a lot about what you were doing in the public eye. Well, thankfully, I feel like college grounded me. I actually went to college while the peak of my uh, up and coming YouTube career. And I feel like it definitely grounded me and humbled me in a way where I felt like a normal 21 year old kid. And I was surrounded by people who weren't doing what I was doing. I feel like my mindset could have definitely drastically been different, especially at this age, had I done the pick up your stuff and move to Los Angeles thing. And I never did that. So I'm really, really proud of myself for sticking around people who were like going to classes like me and helping me feel like a normal 21 year old. I feel like had I not done that, it, this could have been a different 27 year old Gabby. Do you still remember the first time you posted and what that feeling was like right before you clicked post? Yes, and the thing is, is it didn't seem all that great because the um, intention of posting wasn't, I want to get famous, I want to get followers. I just wanted a link so I could send this project, this iMovie project. I wanted to be able to share it to my family over email or send it to my friends. And my friends who like participated in the videos we would make wanted to send the link to their family and friends. So it, the whole process kind of just started as we just wanted a place where we could send a link because I didn't know how to export an email on iMovie project when I was little. The easy way was when you hit export, said upload to YouTube as right. like a little suggestion on iMovie. And I was like, that is exactly how I'm going to get that link to share to people. Oh my God. Yeah. And now you've clicked post hundreds of thousands yeah. of times, creating content also with your sister. Do you still ever get nervous before you put yourself out there on the internet? As of recently, yeah. I feel like there was a point, I definitely hit a point where I was like, I'm going to upload a video and talk about this and I don't give a damn. And like, I would just upload it like carelessly. And I feel like since the world has kind of changed a little bit, I feel like everything's so fast paced and short form. I feel like a little intimidated and it's so easy for someone to just screen record or just record something on the street and just upload it as easy, like on their phone. Back in the day, you 
took a camera, connected it to the computer. It took a process to get something up and out there. Yeah. Now it's really easy for if they see something they don't like, they take a video or they screen record something and then they post it and then, you know, it'll go viral. I think posting gives me more anxiety than ever before. In a way, it's kind of helped me because I feel like I take two more steps in my posting process before I used to like take two steps back and just be like, whatever, F it and like upload it. Yeah. Now I'm like, okay, let's think about the different angles this could be seen as like before, you know, putting it out there. I'm so glad that you brought up that you do still get anxiety before you post. I think it's nice mm-hmm. to hear someone with such a big platform normalize that. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of us don't talk about mental health. Yeah. How have you been able to navigate that? being on the other side of the screen and being such a big public figure. It's honestly a challenge. Like it still is. There's just some days where like I wake up and I'm like, I don't, I feel so overwhelmed. I like just the to-do list just drives me insane. And I'm like, I I can't do it. And then I just like lay down and make excuses to procrastinate and not get stuff done. Like if you look at everything in the big picture, it it will be very overwhelming. So I've learned that I have to take baby steps. Like I can't focus on what's happening in two months or three months or in a year. I have to focus on Like, what do I have to do today before I go to sleep? And I think that's the best way I can navigate my mental health during a career like this, because as amazing it is, like there is definitely a downside and the public opinion and caring about what people think about me. Honestly, I feel like that's something I've struggled with even before this career. So I think it just kind of like magnified that insecurity. For sure. So just kind of focusing on what I'm doing and being more present has helped me more than anything. And definitely a lot of therapy and just having someone to talk to. I feel like it could get very lonely, this career. And it's easy to get in your head and just tell yourself what you're reading online. But if you know who you are and if you're surrounded by people who like help you, I think you can get by. So important. And I know one of those people for you has been your sister. Yeah. What has it been like building a career alongside a family member? Uh, Nikki and I, we grew up watching our parents like own a business together and work together. And we kind of always told, told ourselves we would never work with a partner or a husband or when we saw that, no offense, mom and dad, somehow along the way, we accidentally became business partners. And I do think before we had this career together. I think our relationship was really, really good as sisters. I mean, we started doing this career because we were each other's only friends. We were getting made fun of at like a Catholic high school because it wasn't like an artsy school. Everyone was doing the sports thing and we were like not going to football games, staying home and making YouTube videos, carrying around a MacBook together because we didn't even own a camera. And we were each other's best friends. Then the career happened out of nowhere. And, you know, we were growing up in front of the camera next to each other as business partners. Our parents knew what we were doing and they were like, what is going on? And once the money got involved and the work and then me trying to navigate my early 20s, wanting to party, Nikki wanting to take things more seriously, that definitely drove a wedge in the early years of our relationship. And then somewhere along the line, we got very used to this dynamic. But yeah, at the end of the day, I do kind of miss how we were before we were business partners. And, you know, maybe we will experience that again someday. So as much as we do like argue and fight and deal with the business together, we are like each other's rock when it comes to the stuff that you have to deal with, the yeah. pressures and stuff. At the end of the day, it must be so nice to have someone who gets it. Yeah. You know, and who's been there from the start. Mm-hmm. And let's go back to that time. I know you mentioned you went to a Catholic high school. Yeah. Maybe you didn't fit in so much. Mm-mm. What was that experience like for you? I mean, I'll never talk negative about the high school I went to just because like I love my hometown and I want to represent it in the best way possible I just feel like that you can't turn an apple into an orange I love that saying because it's true 
and all the people that I went to high school with and the people that like I was surrounded with didn't exactly like what I was liking or maybe it was just the people I was like surrounding myself with but I always felt like I didn't fit in yeah it, like it goes way back and you know through this industry I've like gotten really close to people who I feel like vibe with me and like get it when you're in school and you're just like going to educate yourself you're not trying to you know find people to vibe with sometimes it just happens naturally if you if you join like a sport or a club or something I just was never into what everyone else was into so I never really got the opportunity to make the friendships that a lot of my other friends were doing I see people like on Facebook or Instagram posting like oh my god 10 year reunion as friends or like 20 year reunion as friends lol remember third grade and I'm like I don't have that like I I have like maybe one friend that I went to middle two friends that I went to middle school with that we carried relationships to into our adulthood but I was never like the girl that was like oh my god best friends till the end relationships in those years I kind of just went to school did my thing went home played with Barbies love it <laughs> I mean hey it's always about quality over quantity yeah. anyway right mm -hmm. and I know something that you speak out a lot about is bullying mm -hmm. so going from not feeling like you fit in when do you remember experiencing bullying for the first time? Just in general, every year, every year in grade school, I remember having drama with people. Not because I was dramatic, but because like I felt that I didn't know how to like interact and I would always get myself into shit with different friendships and stuff. And a lot a lot of the time people would like associate me and Nikki together. So if like Nikki did something to piss someone off, they'd be like the twins. If I did something to piss someone off, they'd be like the twins. So we kind of just like were like always associated together and it was like likeness of association. But specifically the bullying was in seventh grade and it got so bad that Nikki and I were like my parents pulled us out of one school and put us in another school because it got really, really dark at home. And like my parents weren't liking like the things we were saying, what we were expressing. And that's when my parents were like, no, like they just have to change schools right now. And during Christmas break, that's when we made a transition in the middle of seventh grade. I went from a private school to a Catholic school. And honestly, that year and a half of seventh and eighth grade were probably the best like years of my grade school years. And how did that bullying translate to your career now? I think it prepped me for the ultimate like way of getting bullied, which is people who don't even know you. It's just like rumors and reputation. And I think it just helped me get like a strong head on my shoulders, if I'm being honest, because all my years of like going through stuff like that and just not being able to like get along so easily with other people, I was always wondering why, like, why can't I make friends easily? Why don't I have a friend group? Why am I not fitting in? And I think as an adult, or if I had kids, I would tell them like, sometimes things like happen to like prep you for what's actually like the bigger thing that's gonna happen. Absolutely. So I, I definitely feel prepared and I definitely feel strong because of everything I've gone through. Good, and I yeah. think that's something all of us can relate to. I think we're all trying to find a way to belong in this world and people wanna put people down to make themselves feel better. Misery enjoys company, but honestly, you gotta be nice to everyone. Everyone is going through a battle of some sort. You just don't know it. They're not, obviously they're not showing it. So I just always like to say like, kindness brings kindness and then negativity brings negativity so absolutely no matter how rude someone can be to me online or think they know me or think they know my reasons and think they know what I'm doing I, I try to give them grace because at the end of the day they are probably really struggling themselves For and sure. you know back in the day when I didn't like myself the way I do now I definitely 
think I was struggling too. And, you know, sometimes being mean to other people or not being the best version of yourself is low key a cry for help. Absolutely. And it's so nice getting to peel back some of the layers on your story, Gabby, because I think being a public figure, you know, we only get a dimension, a certain dimension of you online. And so it's so nice to hear that you've experienced so many things that I think a lot of us experience. And when it comes to some of those other ghosts in the closet, I I know you've also gotten a lot of feedback and pushback based on even your appearance. Oh my gosh. Yeah. What has that been like? It being a twin, it just made it that much harder. I feel like even if I wasn't a twin, people would be like, oh wow, her transformation was really drastic. But then like having a twin sister who like relatively stayed decently natural during the years, I kind of went nuts with like all the changes it kind of magnified the issue even more. And that was hard too, because I also feel like I was in the public eye so young that those are the years that like you're developing mentally and they're very impressionable years. Yeah, I was dealing with reading comments about myself all while I was already struggling with some sort of insecurities with the way I looked. And it kind of just magnified that issue and made a domino effect of like, cosmetic changes. And, you know, last year I stopped all those. I don't get filler anymore. It kind of hit like a really, really dark point of like, I don't even recognize myself. I don't even, I was putting on makeup to like change my alterations. Like it was just bad. I keep going back to this. You have to like hit like a certain point in order to like move forward in a better way. So as much as like, I regret like changing facially so much throughout my years on the internet, like you can look up Gabby Martino, 20 years old, 21 years old, 22, 23. Like, and I have a different face every year. It's crazy to me that like I went through so many transformations, but it's all for the best. Now I know not what not to do. Do you feel like you made those transformations for you or for other people? Some of them, like I think it was for other people. I'm not going to lie. And looking back on it, would you have changed anything? No, because now I'm like wearing my more so natural face and I'm trying to like go for that now that I'm getting older for sure. Absolutely. And tying it back to the first question I asked you, which was, is it ever possible to not care what other people think? At this point in your journey, having experienced bullying, pushback from random people on the internet, I know there was the whole Ariana Grande chapter of people saying that you were trying to look like her and the cosmetic changes. Do you feel like you're at a moment in your life where you truly don't care what other people think? I'm not gonna lie this is the better of the chapters where I don't care as much as I would have, but it's going to take a lot of work and growing up where I'm just like, "Eh, I don't care. Like, I'm not going to lie. If I see one bad comment, I will like cry to my team and just like throw my face in a pillow. And who doesn't? Yeah. It's it's so tough to navigate it in the moment. And being a twin on top of that is challenging because you also are comparing yourself to maybe the other person that you're creating content with. Yeah. Looking at your journey now, I know you've gone separate ways in terms of your career with your sister. Is there anything you would have changed about your journey with Nikki? I would have not done so many reality shows with her because I think those were the thi- the projects that really drove a wedge between us. I mean, in order to give good content for reality, producers have to, you know, like push for drama and I feel like if it was just like the Nikki and Gabby channel, I feel like that, like, I mean, that was already like an argument of its own because we're running that together. But that was like our passion. That was like our, that's our baby. And we're still running that together. But the reality stuff, we, we, we 
We're profiting off of putting our personal lives out there for everyone to see. So then we started getting like public opinions of Team Gabby, Team Nikki, divisions. Like Gabby's right, Nikki's right. Like these two girls are this and that. And it's just, it was the hardest, like going through the reality era of our career was the hardest from our personal lives. But at the same exact time, I enjoyed filming them the most, which is the most conflicting, like the most conflicting part of this. Wow. So I do think if we ever tap back into reality again, I feel like it would be just like an overall new chapter and maybe not so much about like us and maybe more so about us as like like our careers and individual lives. But at the end of the day, I definitely would rather have a good functioning relationship with my twin than a really great viewed show. Absolutely. I'm sure it feels sometimes like people are out there rooting for you to fail almost when Mm -hmm. they're pitting you against each other. And Mm -hmm. I think it's amazing seeing you here on the POV's couch, truly feeling like you've come into your own and knowing what you believe in and what you stand for. For other young people out there that maybe are afraid to be an individual or are still comparing themselves to everyone out there, what advice would you give? Who cares about what people think because they only think about it about you or whatever they're thinking about for like 10 seconds and then they think about their own lives and what they're worrying about. If someone's going to write a comment, it's 10 seconds of like their life and then they forget about it and they're doing something else. So why be so hyper-focused on something that crosses someone's mind for 10 seconds when they just go back to their own life? At the end of the day, you got to do things for you and so that you're happy because it's your own life because the other people that are voicing opinions and thinking about you are not thinking about you for long anyway. Absolutely. That 10 second rule. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. I'm going to start using that. I'm sure everyone listening to this will too. Gabby, this is my favorite part of POVs where we're going to start bringing in viewpoints from our larger Gen Z community. They might be spicy, but as soon as you get a text on your phone, just read it out loud and react. And I can't wait to hear your thoughts. (laughs) Let's do it. I think twins who do everything together are toxic. I mean, get your own life. That's spicy. (laughs) What are your thoughts? I think it's sweet when twins do everything together. I honestly wish Nikki and I did more stuff together because I think it's like sweet. Or whenever I see twins on the internet who do everything together, I think it's like adorable. I don't think it's toxic. That's fair. Do you feel like there's anything that your sister doesn't know about you? No, she knows everything about me. Okay, so like I guess, everything. I guess that POV is just false. Yeah. Women who get plastic surgery are doing more harm than good. IMO, and if they keep getting plastic surgery, we're never going to lower the unrealistic expectations put on by women. I think if it's not harming anyone else, then do you. Don't not do something because of what other people would think. I think if it makes you happy, then whatever. Do you think there are a lot of unrealistic expectations placed on women to look a certain way? There's definitely, standards have definitely changed, but at the end of the day, if someone is really truly wanting to get something done, by all means, all the more power to you. Like I, I got my nose done when I was 24 and that was the best thing I ever did for myself. I feel, I felt like a new woman and I still do. And some of the concerns I had before then, I don't have anymore. And it's definitely made my job easier to look at myself on footage and stuff, you know? That was the one thing that like, I feel like changed me and I like, I love it. So it's, if it's not hurting anyone else, then just do you. Honestly. I hear that. Thank yeah. you for sharing. Yeah. <laughs> Being pansexual is confusing. Can't you just pick one? I know you've opened up about your sexuality online. What are your thoughts? It's not confusing. You're just finding connections with anyone without any label of any sort. It's just about connection and love. Yeah, totally. When did you first feel like you understood your sexuality? 16. (laughs) And when did you feel comfortable and confident to come out? August, literally. Wow. 
Yeah. And what was that like putting that information about yourself out there in the world? Um, it was freeing, but at the same time, my parents, like that, I think that was the reason I just like, didn't want to talk about it. Cause like, you know, my parents and I didn't even talk to them. They like found out from online and they texted me and they're like, what? Like, aren't you engaged? Like what? And I was like, um, yeah, no, I've always been like that. They're like, oh, why didn't you tell us? And I was like, how do you, how do I just have this conversation? I feel like our generation's a lot different than like the younger generations. Absolutely. I feel like it's easier for them. Like, I feel like it's still for me, for me, it's still like hard. Yeah. I don't know why. Do you but... feel like you had to come out? Did you feel like you had to prove yourself or explain yourself? No, I honestly was just waiting till I hit a point where I was like, I just got to let my followers know this because I feel like I'm being secretive and hiding a huge part of my life, you know? Absolutely. Well, I'm happy that you felt comfortable to <laughs> share that. I think it's so important for us to come into our own and yeah. be our fullest selves. I've been getting bullied for years and have been feeling so alone lately. Sometimes I feel like it would be better if I just disappeared. Oh, well, first of all, no, like the worst thing you could do is like, you know, give in to bullying and let the other people win, you know, kind of march to the beat of your own drum. I like to say, especially in school or whatever you're dealing with, it's just a chapter. You're going to get out of it and you're, you're going to look back one day and be like, I'm glad that happened because it helped me with this or it led me to this. So I just say like, I would tell my old self, like, it's okay. It's literally just a chapter. You're not even going to think about this moment in 10 years. Go to your parents. They're your best friends in times like this. Go to people who love you and care about you because at the end of the day, like you can't validate how, like your worth based off of the people who are literally trying to hurt you. Yeah, so. it's nice that you have that perspective now to maybe yeah. speak to your younger self. Yeah. Cause I'm sure that person doesn't have that foresight yet. Was there ever a part of your mental health journey where you got to a point where maybe you thought it would be better if you didn't exist? Oh my God, yeah, that's why my parents pulled us out of school and switched schools cause we were expressing stuff like that, Nikki and I. How did you get through that? My, my mom. <laughs> She would take me to like Panera every weekend and be like, so how's your mental health? How are you feeling now? Are you feeling better? And like that honestly was the best. That was, And the fact that she listened to me and she was like, we need to take you out of school, don't we? And I was wow. like, yeah. Well, that's amazing. Shout yeah. out to your mom. Yeah, I think she's it's, awesome. It's so important to surround yourself with someone who can start those conversations with yeah. you and talk about what really matters mm -hmm. that's awesome yeah I love her that was she was really good for us during that like our mom was our best friend when no one else was and like she was really cool like I, I if I have a kid one day I want to be like her like she was great or is great but I couldn't have we could not have done it without her absolutely yeah Gabby I feel like I've learned so much about you today thank you for being so open and vulnerable and for being someone out there trailblazing in such a way where you can share these things about yourself because the worst thing we could do is not talk about the things that are impacting us on a day-to-day -day basis and so I have one more question for you yeah. before we wrap <laughs> Here at The Conversationalist, we're on a mission to unify the world. We're trying to bring people back together because we are so divided. But I love that Thanks. purpose. And my question for you is, what does unifying mean to you? Everyone kind of just getting an understanding that we're all human and we're all going through our own shit and life is hard. The least we can do as human beings to each other is like hold each other's hands and get through this crazy thing called life together. Absolutely. I couldn't yeah. have said it better myself. Gabby, you are incredible. Thank you so much. Thanks for, being for here. having me. This was so chill. I love this conversation. Hey, hopefully it's the first of many. Yes. Awesome. Definitely.